Hey guys, welcome to the Turn 30 Podcast with Mary J, where we discuss all the things life has thrown at us since turning 30. Hey y'all, welcome to season two of the Turn 30 Podcast. Mary J, I'm Jay. I'm Mary, hey y'all. As always, thanks for tuning in with us. Um, yes, and all hey the y'all. support today. You know, we season had so much fun. <laughs> we out here the second season. And thank you guys so much for supporting our first season. Whether you listened in real time or if you went back and listened to our older episodes, we truly, truly appreciate it. We're really excited for this new season. Everything that we have in store. As we say, we want to discuss all the things. We're going to continue with that momentum. We're going to continue to turn it up. And you know, we might even have a little switch ups and some surprises for y'all. Get some friends of the pod on there. And you know, keep doing what it do yes definitely definitely so please stay tuned check in with us you know we do this bi-weekly and just continue to ride this ride and and learn while we're learning on the job and we're just figuring it out so today we are actually going to be touching on marriage and why did I get married? Kind of um, giving a little insight into both Mary and Jay's experiences with getting married, why we got married, kind of how those paths have led us to present day. Um, And we just wanted to kind of just touch on just, you know, our individual experiences um, with how we grew up, you know, what our observations of marriage consisted of and all of those fun things. things. All the things. All the things. As soon as as you brought it up, I don't know. I think it's because the way you phrased it with the why did I get married? I the movie came to mind right away. Of and course, I was like, minus so, so. the Angela and Marcus. Or or nah, maybe that's, you know, it's, it's all in there. So Listen, <laughs> some nights it's Angela and Marcus, some hey, nights it's Janet Jackson character. Exactly. Know? I was just going to say, like, sometimes <laughs> it's giving Sheila, like, you know, it's just, it depends, <laughs> depends on the day. Like, sometimes. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I guess we can start from the tippy of why did you get married? What made you want to marry your partner um wow I think not I think I know and for 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 you know um just to preface you know for those who have not caught up yet and make sure you catch up on season one and thanks yeah like what are you doing what are you doing like (laughs) y'all are riding with us strong in season two but make sure y'all are caught up so for those who don't know (laughs) I am um divorced but I and I, I do want to say, because there are some people like, I'll never get married again, because that's the number one question people ask me. And I'm like, mm-hmm. they're like, would you get married again? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, really? I'm like, yes. Like, I love love. I love the idea of love. Do I think I'm a perfect shape of love? No. Do I think I know exactly what it takes to love a person unconditionally? No. But I, I'm happy to be in that process of, if that makes sense. So I am very much interested in a partnership again and, and and all that jazz i don't know about the institution of marriage in america that's a different story from the legalities <laughs> but in yes. terms of a commitment and 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 i think showcasing your commitment to the world and and you know just 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 being proud of that part that you have you know what i mean it's like we can go through the motions day to day and live with someone or shack up or be boyfriend and girlfriend but i think when you put like words to it mm-hmm. um as much as people say 
oh it doesn't matter it doesn't matter we yeah yeah, we yeah we know what we're doing we comfortable in our titles we don't da 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 da. no it's a certain pride that goes in there when you're like this is my life partner this is my person yeah so um anyway so i'm divorced but (laughs) what made me want to marry my partner then and you know a feeling that i'm definitely gonna continue to take is that it it literally just felt right like it felt natural in that moment there was just so many things that were new to me um or like Mm -hmm. we we complement each other and what each other lacked and it was just a new vision if that makes sense like everything that was being presented to me in that relationship was just a new feeling I think I I latched onto that and I didn't want to let go and I was excited for that and that continued newness I was excited to continue to learn with someone of things that I didn't know and Mm -hmm. I felt safe and secure because in the things that I lacked he filled my cup and he filled in the spaces so we were like you know Mm -hmm. putting puzzle pieces together and we just like fit each other um what was like major and like different was how easily not only did he like also latch onto my family and my family dynamic my family also accepted him with like open arms and that was like never I'd never seen that vision before (laughs) and I had never seen that like amongst my cousins either like my family's from the Caribbean so I'm first generation American um and then my sibling and I were the youngest of like you know over the span of like 15 years we're like of my grandmother we're like grandchild number I think like 18 19 you know what I mean out of like 23 grandchildren so we're towards you know and the rest came after like you know uh uh this newer generation so we were the youngest for a while so to see them older and bringing people around is my whole point and just kind of getting like mm, side-eyed to whatever girlfriend mm-hmm, or boyfriend mm-hmm. they bought around um some of them had children out of wedlock some of them got you know they were engaged they got married and there was really no like we accept this person that makes yeah. sense and so it's like my mom's talking to him my aunt and uncles like they asked me for him he could hang with them with me not being there you know it's like early on in that's a big too. Yeah, it's like i'm say, going to the store and it's like you know you want to take them with you when you go to the <laughs> store and he's like no nah, i'm good i'm like no you might want to get in the store he's like no nah, nah, nah. like it's all right and i and i come back and you still here <laughs> and you want to come back again to another family function so it was just and they asking me for him again like oh you bringing so-and-so what's the deal with so-and-so and i'm like hold on now I feel a little replaced actually like (laughs) I'm back from college and the excitement is on is on dude like so um I think you know just fitting in with my family and like I said it was just a lot of newness and the newness that made me excited I had been in a in a in a serious relationship prior where it just it didn't feel like I think I always kind of felt like the end to that that rope or that tunnel if that made sense like we mm-hmm. were happy and comfortable where we were certain visions I just didn't see like him being a father of my future children us like living in a household or I kind of couldn't just even see us five years from now you know what I mean I could see that we were happy in uh-huh. where we were and like if we continue to like date and go see shows and live music and go dancing and laugh and and whatever like we were happy in that element Mm-hmm. but I didn't necessarily see us in, a, in other elements or other boxes so then once I, I saw that in my um ex I like latched onto that and I was just like excited and like I said a lot of things you know that I just was not familiar with he was able to present that to me and I liked the picture that he was painting that makes sense. oh that's beautiful <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense <laughs> no that makes total sense and then that also like kind of made me think about even my situation like I didn't even factor in that whole like family aspect but that definitely played a huge part 
Um, I think in my yeah, like whether you realize it or not, as well. yeah, because yeah, it's because you're so right. Like that ultimate test of like, like I can leave you alone and like y'all are like just flowing and feeling comfortable. Like that's like it's not just small huge. talk. Like y'all, y'all talking about yeah, right? like you're small talk? getting to know him. Y'all, y'all, y'all talk about oh yeah, make sure he comes to the next like blah blah blah. I'm like really. <laughs> um I don't even like it like that uh, but uh but yeah that definitely is important especially if you're a person um like I know you are and I am as well that like really values family and is close to you know their family members um extended included so yeah that that's that I that answer was <laughs> <laughs> like the puzzle piece it was like it was, it was good. my serious relationships were well first of all it was only two they were when I was younger then I was single for like, like eight years oh, or wow. something okay. like that um so what and made, what made this different then <laughs> yeah like I had a whole bunch of situationships in that interim but nothing you know really serious I think with my husband um what really made me see him as a potential husband and a life partner was the fact that I just always felt really comfortable and secure with him and the relationship. I never had to question uh, his motives or his feelings or, um, you know, would he support me or would, you know, would he, um, you know, accept me once I revealed more of myself to him and opened up and stuff. Like I never had any question marks whatsoever. And I, that I knew I had never had. Like I, I'd gotten close to people, I'd been in love and all of that stuff, but to wholly and completely reveal myself and like all of my nonsense and imperfections, family dramas, like all of that and just have someone be like, all right, cool, I'm rolling. Like that was like unfazed. <laughs> yeah, like, all right, all right. So what we gotta, we gotta pull up. All right, cool. You need me, you need me to do this? All right, cool. Like, you need this? Like, you want me to call your mom? Like, why do you have my mom's cell phone number? Like, <laughs> um, but yeah, like to just have just that like unwavering, unconditional, I'm I'm with you. That was that was all I needed. And we, you know, I I felt that way kind of early on. Of course, you like question yourself and like I don't know like it's scary but um but yeah I I would say that's probably how and when I knew like yeah that was gonna be my yeah man I think I mean I ain't out here to give like love and marriage advice but I feel like you know that safety and security is is clutch like you know what I mean it's like it's nice to be googly eyed it's nice to have certain butterflies it's nice to feel like ooh, we in our little you know you know rom-com like Mm -hmm. whatever but But to just feel like you said to feel (laughs) like you literally feel like you're naked with that person you could be your true self you feel safe and y'all just riding like the day like these like 
if I would have woke up and these hours are just going by, you just right here with me, right in tune and right in sync. And we didn't miss a step. And it's like natural, kind of like the person's not even there. Like, you know what I mean? Like the person mm-hmm. just fits in, like you in your house, just like how you be with your siblings and the day, your day-to-day notions just go by. And like, you just with that person and we're getting our day-to-day done. It's not like, yeah, yeah, like you have to plan to date it. nights and you have to like be intentional, but do you know what I mean? It, it's just, like, naturally, it yeah. just naturally flows. Exactly. It feels like second nature. I mean, bro, I did my big chop like we were together for like five or six months and then i was, <laughs> I was like so by the way cutting my hair on today like he's <laughs> like all right cool like send me a picture when you're done and i was like what but yeah that everything yeah everything that that you just said like yeah that is that is because love has its peaks and its valleys and i feel like you know, there's moments where you don't, I mean, you always, I guess, love the person, but you don't always like them or you don't always feel that closeness or googly eyed and everything. So like, what do you fall back on when that happens? Like, you know, that's what you gotta kind of ask yourself. (laughs) So yeah. (laughs) Seriously, I was, and I think, I don't want to say that's where people like, you know, go wrong, where it's like, that's where people just for love. (laughs) That is where people go wrong. (laughs) I I mean, we're not out here talking about something like what's love got to do it. Like it needs to be there. But like you said, it's there are so many other factors to building a forever like this with someone and, 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 and being in a household, just like how it's your like siblings you have an unconditional ride or die i'm pulling up wherever that doesn't mean like you do necessarily everything with your siblings or in that moment every day three six five you love them some days you may just be like you know what you got you gotta sit right there i gotta sit right here because uh-huh. but we family at the end of the day so that's the thing exactly. is that person coming in and you feel like the big moments i can always lean on you for the big moments i you are helping me to stand in the face of my own insecurities and things that make me self-conscious whether it's your hair health and things like that it's like little things that maybe i'd be like a little self-conscious i wouldn't have like you know the confidence to do you boost me up and like you know what i mean i and mm-hmm. we're just the two of us together is our we're now a force to be reckoned with against this world so it's not always gonna be like oh yeah we did the dear diary we did this today and it's like yeah. oh lovey rainbows like, and smiles <laughs> and hearts and bubble letters like <laughs> no like sometimes you wake up and you just be like nah I could really like kill this nigga today <laughs> and have an alibi. Like you have it all mapped out and just feel like, you know, whatever. But it's funny though, like how easy we can say that. I think we can easily say that now we are years into, or, you know, be, after putting the years in and putting the work in, um, yeah. but right in the beginning and, and or when, once these things started revealing themselves, we we're like, oh, it's not just about love. I was going to say what has been like probably the most eye-opening or like a shocker to maintaining your marriage. I mean, I don't want to speak as though I'm like a seasoned vet in the game. Like <laughs> we are still newlyweds. Like we literally are just like passing the one year, but I don't know if there's like a shocker per se, because I feel like I, I knew it was going to be hard. I knew like, I've seen enough marriages fail (laughs) to know, you know, that it was not going to be an easy breezy, like you, like we just said, love carry us through it type of thing. So I don't know. um, I don't know that I'm shocked by anything yet. Um, 
I, I kind of, I'll look to you and others to, to give me some, give me some things to, um, I guess, be on the lookout for that you feel like, or curveballs, or like you said, shockers or things that you didn't really expect. I don't, I, I think similar, like I knew going in, like, like I was never that person in relationships for just love. Like, you know what I mean? I don't want to say like, oh, I'm, or, or, you know, or when, I, when people say, oh, don't marry for potential or things like that. It's like, okay, what mm. is going on right now, right here in the moment? What are we bringing to the table? What is our goal? What is our vision? Do our visions align? And something we said early on, even when we were dating was like, again, we, we need to just know each other's vision. Do they align so that we can assist each other in getting there? We may not hit our markers or milestones at the same pace. We just need to make sure we're on the same road. Mm-hmm. is like two cars on the road you know what i mean like, like we may not that, be going yeah. the same mile per hour but we just make sure we're at least on the same road are we on the same track mm-hmm. like is our destination is the same i think the same where it's like okay it's gonna have to be tough work similar i necessarily didn't see failed marriages i get I, I just didn't see healthy marriages i didn't see marriages really um growing up which we probably should both tackle on because that may have played a part into how we came into it like all right we're gonna have to get our feet dirty and put some work in it's not just gonna be easy breezy so for me i think what was most eye-opening which may sound very like simple how could that have been like a surprise to you was how brutal or how hard it was to be honest or like brutally honest meaning like hmm. Whether it was to spare my partner's feelings, because I'm, you know what I mean? Sometimes you, is, is, you know, when they say pick your battles and you're like, you know what? Like, you know, if this was just a relationship, I might have just been sharp with my tongue a little bit, threw a little stone or threw a little ultimatum or just spoke whatever was on my mind at that moment. And however they receive it, they receive it. And if that brings us quicker to the end of our rope, then so be it. You know what I mean? It's just like kind of mm-hmm. like without a filter, yeah. whether because I was young, immature all the above but I think you know because this is a like I said a forever situation where it's like okay you have to pick your battles I think sometimes I got lost in the sauce of I was so busy picking 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 like maybe I wouldn't even speak you know what I mean I'm so busy if I spend 30 minutes trying to search through like okay which topic do I want to bring up or what don't I want to bring up and it's like I just wasted 30 minutes that I could have had a conversation with someone and the next thing you know like you know you, you start getting busy with work or you sweep it under the rug you'd come home and be like I have a mention when I get home and then maybe you forget or you're so tired versus like why didn't you just text them throughout the day you know what I mean so yeah. it's like how easy communication can kind of there can, there can be communication gap and then also with just being like honest about certain things whether it's something you didn't like you don't want to do that yeah upset about something even if you feel like all right this might be like childish to be upset about but you know it's it's if, if you're, you're still, if it phased yeah. you it phased you and all you're doing now is just harm and bottling up and sweeping under the rug sweeping something under the rug it didn't go anywhere you just now create a mess in a different spot mm-hmm. so Which it will always pile up and eventually reveal itself and yeah so i think That's you know one. you hear that where good. people are like you know don't go to bed mad communication is key mm-hmm. don't hold any secrets your partner you know what i mean and you're like yeah yeah duh. like and how quickly it's uh yeah, easier said right, i'm annoyed that. by this but i'm gonna just roll over and go see i mean i don't feel like talking about it like you could tell something's wrong i don't want to talk right now and you know what i mean so it's like between communication and honesty like that that came that came harder for me at least i don't want to say like that happens to everyone mm-hmm. um, but that came harder for me and that was a little bit of um an eye-opening moment i don't want to say it was like shocking because i know that marriages and partnerships need it but mm-hmm. it was eye-opening of like this ain't so easy you thought this just because the relationship flowed naturally doesn't mean that it's going to just be a natural process throughout the way you have to put in the work so that also like yeah. between communication honesty and you have to put in the work 
those were like eye-opening of how true it is and how hard it is to put into action if that makes sense like I know I need to do it but it was mm-hmm. harder you know easier said than done there we go That's said, yeah easier said than done yeah <laughs> I, and I think just piggybacking off of that um something that this I guess this is more of like it's not a shocker or anything but it's just something that I find to be a challenge and it actually speaks right exactly to what you just said just like not being careless with your partner in the sense of me I don't have an issue being brutally honest fortunately I'm on the far end of the spectrum of being brutally honest so you know my husband is a little bit more sensitive I have to be mindful in my communication kind of not coddling but you know adding sugar to the medicine you know I have to be very careful with my words my delivery my body language like anything if you know even if it even if it is something just like you know oh you forgot to do this or you know something that's that seems minute but I still have to be mindful and like that has been a huge change I would say for me because like you said this is a supposed to be a forever thing so it's like you can't even just blow it off and be like eh, whatever like if you get mad you get mad you leave you leave it is what it is like I am who I am I'm not changing like you can't be like that once you enter the marriage so yeah I, I just thought of that like when you when you were just saying I think that's see at least you you were being conscious and putting in that effort to be careless or like you said to put sugar in the medicine I think for me because I know like I had a sharp tongue and I could be a jerk people can call me an asshole and what stuck with me when my last relationship somebody called me cold-blooded and a savage and I'm like you know internally you might want to wear the little savage cloak and feel like yeah and but you know you're like all right I'm in my savagery but when somebody calls you and calls you like cold blood, I was like dang yeah I wasn't even in the wrong in my last relationship you calling me cold-blooded because the way I was like I guess talking to him because his friend you know we were in a group setting um and his was like damn you cold-blooded and that's exactly what he said he actually was like y'all argue worse than a, than a than a um a couple going through a divorce that's what they said in my last relationship and i we were already like on the way out the door but you know he's supposed to allegedly fighting for his life and i guess i'm throwing jabs and they're like you cold-blooded so like i I like, I think I internalized that. So I was like, okay, I, you can be sharp with your tongue. You can be without filter because this is, you know, a situation where you have to be much more respectful of someone that you're building a life with. Right. Instead of me learning how to say something differently, you know, there's two ways to tell someone to be quiet. You know what I mean? Instead of me just learning yeah, the yeah. nicer way and learn to be nice. I just didn't say anything. And the next thing you know, there were communication gaps. Uh-huh. And so I guess I was being selfish in not wanting to change up a little bit rather than change my community, the way I speak. I just, I'm just not going to speak. See, that's how I normally <laughs> am too. I'm a yeah. shut, I'm a shut down person. He's a, no, we got to talk about it right now type of person. So again, that's something that you then have to like mindfully be like, oh, damn, like I can't just do this not silent treatment but i i have to talk this out like i can't just harbor these feelings and like and just like whatever have an attitude or whatever like i have to 
compromise somewhere. And that actually just like kind of leads me to kind of what I was thinking next. Like when people say marriage is hard work, what do you believe that to mean? Or how did that kind of show up in your marriage um, situation? I think I, I think exactly. I think that laying down your pride and, and the way you used to operate, because I think you come into it thinking, well, if you love me or the person knows me or they accept me as is, I can continue to be as is. Mm. And <laughs> you're bringing things, yes, to the table to be a part of the partnership. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't exempt you from ever having to change from ever having to evolving you're going mm-hmm. to continue evolving like you know what I mean like you you trying to be in these like 25 50 year marriages and just imagine even like 10 years of like any childhood friendships or 10 years of being in the same household with your sibling or 20 years you know you spend some time growing up if you move out the house and let's say you come back after college and you come back to your hometown or you're you're around your family a little bit more who you were before you went away is not the same person that doesn't but you're still a part of this family Mm -hmm. so you have to learn how to maneuver this new you that has evolved has to still be respectful or be able to be a part of this family so i think it's the same thing where it's like okay you're going to be with this person. You're going to take on new jobs. You're going to get promotions. You're just going to change altogether. Your body's going to change. Your mental space is going to change and it's going to shift. And if you're not constantly including that person in the shift, and you're also not constantly including how, like their feelings, this is like, at the end of the day, it's like, you have to like, you can't just think about your own self. You're it's, it's two people involved now. Exactly. It's both their feelings involved. And it's also their physical place in this relationship involved how do they continue to fit into this again we have a vision we have an alignment we say we're going on this destination all of a sudden you put on the gps to change the route and you didn't tell me mm. and you're like i'm still i'm we still what does it matter we still go into the same place aren't we did it? but I, I i didn't know that our track had changed i didn't know right you right. didn't put in this road now and i don't have toll money like i didn't know Exactly. They following the map, the map quest. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought we were doing GPS. this. Now you yeah. got me out here looking like, you know, I, I, I'm not a part yeah. of this. And I'm confused. I'm literally not a part of this. I came prepared with X. Yeah. You got to set up for Y. So I, I think like, I think, yeah. you know, just not, you know, not, not laying yourself down a little bit and just, you know, putting some of your pride aside is what makes some of the hard work. And I think people just, have like an issue with this alleged chokehold or ball and chain or permanency because what was so funny is before I got married or even after I got married you know the question is always like how's married life how's married life Mm -hmm. and those first one or two years I had a few people that were asking me those questions that had been in their relationship longer than not just my marriage but also my like our relationship length of my ex-husband so it's like we got married on our second anniversary. So now you're asking me a year or two in. So let's say we're together now four years. Y'all been together six years, eight years. I had had someone who had been together with someone since like freshman year of high school. Y'all going on 10 plus years. And you asking me how's married. I'm like, shit, you tell me, give me the cues. Like how, <laughs> how have y'all lasted this long? You know what I mean? Like, don't come to me for cues. I, I, I'm following y'all. Y'all, y'all the alleged relationship gurus kind of thing. And the retorts were always the same like it's not the same I could leave my relationship or it's not the same like you can't leave and I'm Mm. like one why are you thinking about it like that (laughs) and to me it's the time put in is that quality and it's the time put in like eight years of your life and growth you're not that same you'd have gone through like graduations you've probably gone through like maybe a health scare or just 
starting to become an adult that's going to the doctor by yourself now compared to like in your teenage years. So this person has been along that ride with you and and seen you in in all these different facets. I'm over here like y'all got y'all tell me what to do and how to maintain a whole eight year relationship. You know, you're talking about some oh, but I could leave or I, I'm not stuck. And I'm like, so I think I think when people like say things change after you get married, I think is if you have this like rose colored. I have no idea, but I, I know it happens on both sides. I see the men flip this switch when they get married, my male friends, where they ex- they have this definition of what wifely means. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be a little bit kind of like their mom. They're going to be a little bit like wholesome, but freaky ziggy and getting it in all the time. Like the things that she was doing with her girlfriends and brunches and certain socialization is going to stop. And she's going to stop dressing a certain way because now she's a wife, dressed like a wife. So I think people put mm. these titles. I see the guys put a title in it on it and then i see the girls sorry to call y'all out i see my ladies like they stop putting as much effort it's like they got the man but i always and it's funny i tell my friends okay you catch a man keep a man like you you, now you caught him but now you gotta keep him so Mm -hmm. i feel like some ladies will just stop at the i'm here i got the ring yeah you got to put in the words. Like so I, I think got to the it, finish line. <laughs> yeah, I think it hits both of them in, in, in the face. They might have their own checklist as to what it means to be married, you know, whether it's based off of gender roles, it's based off of what they saw growing up, but they checked off certain checklists and now uh, they flip the switch and this person that's standing in the room with them is maybe not what they envision as to what a marriage is because people just... I literally don't know what changes. That's why I like, you know what I mean? I like, I, yeah. obviously I know like what changes. You see the person day in, day out to the point like you really have to love them. Like, cause it might be a little nauseating. You want your space sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, bathrooms and things like that. Like that day in, day out. Like you can't just be a sibling robbery and kick the person out or not talk to them. Like, you know what I mean? You can't just not respond to a text or lock the door like you might with a sibling. So <laughs> I understand when it's like things change. Yes, things physically do change. But in terms of respecting the fact that you're in a growing relationship, that is what always confused me with people. They flip the switch. Now they're physically married. And all of a sudden, the terms of their relationship looks drastically different or it looks confusing. How is it confusing? Y'all been together already five, six years. What have y'all been trucking down the street and doing? Yeah, I think people have expectations that they do not communicate to the partner (laughs) of what the role entails. And so then you're already starting off kind of on the wrong foot. And then I think over time, um, like as you already stated, as you are like experiencing life, you're growing up, you're, you know, turning into a different person or, you know, growing up, evolving, whatever, um, you start to have these like, mismatched personalities, lifestyles, uh, wants, needs, whatever. And like you already had this issue with communication and then it just kind of exacerbates um, and overflows into other areas of your life where you're just not communicating with the partner about the changes. You're not communicating with them about, you know, whatever's going on. And then at some point, you look over at this person and it's like, I don't know you. Like, I feel like literally when people would just be like, we grew apart or like, I, I understand exactly how that happens because I'm living my life. They're living their life. Like we are, I mean, we've already established just even, you know, through the quarantine and stuff, like people spend majority of their time, like at work, 
throw in some kids, you're raising your kids, you're like, everyone's kind of just like, you know, running every which away, you know, your soccer mom dropping kids, you're, you're doing this, you're attending thing, you know, whatever life is passing you by. And, you know, each individual is having their own experiences to the point where it's just like, all right, well, we haven't actually spent much time like as a couple. Uh, so I, I totally get that. I will say, um, just going back to like the marriage being hard work and like what changes. Um, so we did premarital counseling, which I think I've already said previously, but I am a huge advocate for that. Um, I think it is literally the best um, idea for um, like, as part of your uh, marital planning. But um, I know like the, actually both, we went to um, like a therapist type of counseling. And then we also had the pastor that married us. We also did counseling on premarital counseling with him as well. And I feel like they both said like exactly what you said, like something changes, like there's like a click, like once the ring comes on, like people just change, like some, like even if you've been in with this person for a long time, whatever, like something just changes once you call them husband, wife, whatever. So they both told us like, you guys have to be realistic first and foremost about what this is, like what it's going to be for you two. Like only you guys can decide what you want your marriage to be. You can't really emulate someone else's um, marriage arrangement or whatever. Um, You have to do what works for you. And then um, they kind of both honed in on this marriages work thing. So what I believed that to mean is this is not, this is no longer just about me and what I want, what I need, what, you know, what I desire, my goals, my anything, like everything is a compromise. I have to include him in everything, even the small decisions, the things that I may mindlessly be like, like, you know, like it's my money or it's my, you know, whatever it is. I, I have to, I have to um, treat it as a 50-50 partnership. And so, you know, we thankfully due to the premarital counseling, we have these conversations. We discuss like our game plan kind of, of like how we wanted to approach things and the work, how we wanted to handle the work. And I think that that is something that I would really recommend to other couples dating, engaged, already married, whatever. It's just having that like open, transparent conversation about all of that, (laughs) all of that. Like they said, like everyone's situation is different. Like people are different. How you handle life is different. Like some people are like super needy. Some people are very independent, like myself, like people that are used to just kind of just doing their own thing or whatever. So all of that, you have to change. So, you know, it, first of all, won't happen overnight and you have to be patient, but you have to communicate. I mean, I guess everything just boils down to (laughs) communication. (laughs) (laughs) You see how how easy we say it. You're like, I told you, no, it ain't so easy. We know that's yeah. what it boils down to, but it ain't so easy it's, for whatever reason. 
Um, and I don't know if it's because we're used to kind of, like we're in this generation of constantly being bailed out. We're in a generation that can constantly mm. like change. Like, okay, I'm over this job or it's not, it's no longer serving right. me. New job. I'm over this hairdo, new hair. I'm mm-hmm. over this, you know, this apartment, whatever, move, new, right? whatever. I'm going to move car. somewhere. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go on vacation. Like there's always like a, a fix, not necessarily. It's not always a quick fix. Sometimes you, you got to take some there's time before you out. can transition, but there's always something to transition to mm-hmm. where I think if people looked at it, like, and and it's exactly how people are like, oh no, I'm married. You stuck. And I'm like, well, that's the whole point of it. Like to me, it's like you sitting in this long relationship. What are y'all doing? Y'all spending time, like get out the way and let that go be somebody's wife or somebody's husband. Like you just in their way for eight years. Like what have y'all been talking about throughout the course of these eight years that all of a sudden now the ring goes on and it's like a stranger or certain things, you know, like I said, you have certain expectations and maybe I think some of the issues that you have these expectations in your mind, you have this checklist mm-hmm. that you're checking yeah. off in your mind yeah. as to like, what is my definition of success, including a partner, including a job. And they may not be previous to what your definition of exactly. partner is. They just know that they're your partner. Y'all both understand that y'all need to love each other and respect each other, but do y'all both understand what each other's definition of a partnership is a definition of how they need to be loved or how they can express love but yeah the whole the 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 fact that people can easily like transition i think that that has you know spoiled us in a sense that it's like okay this is no longer working you know and they'll say oh we're just gonna ride this the wheels fall off yes but i think like people need to just understand okay the wheels fell off get get a new pair like fix it you're not getting a new one fix mm-hmm. it and you have like if you're in your household like imagine you just have like this car or whatever and like you know as long as the engine is running because obviously divorce is happening hello but as long as the engine <laughs> is running that car is to be used and to be fixed as many times over like you have an unlimited amount of supplies right in your household on how to fix it new transmission new wheels new brakes new whatever something broke something's not working fix it and it you no know, you fix it in your own house fix it you know what i mean we're used to having like a repairman or you know going to talk to somebody else about our problems that's happening in house. No, talk to your partner. You mm-hmm. said you going over there for somebody to try to fix it or somebody to go hear your problems. No, you are to fix it. Your tools are right there in your house. You fix this car. Don't bring it to a mechanic. Don't bring your problems to somebody else. You fix it. Don't exchange it for a new one. There is no new one. You fix it and work with the one that you got. Mm, well, go ahead and spill Seth, a little Seth, something. Says the divorce one. <laughs> Listen. Can I just say, because you know, uh, can I just say it, it took us a while because it was there was some toxic, and that was the thing is we when we finally realized that maybe we had been communicating, um, and we we fell into that trap of having um, I, our own individual checklist that we realized that we didn't share with each other, and we had our own mindset as to what a marriage is. Mm-hmm. So that became like a confusion for us of like, wait, this is what you think marriage is. And this is what you think marriage is. This is how you're supposed to communicate. This is how you don't communicate. This is how you show love. This is how you threaten. So it just became a lot of, we were kind of riffing against each other. So the things that worked well and the things that we promised to respect about each other, it just wasn't enough. But we were, like I said, for us to be able to realize that. um, And like I said, getting past some toxic years of communication, we actually, you know, still communicate and we still wish the best for each other. So it, like I said, it just wasn't enough. Like when somebody says, I, I, I have my person unconditionally, it just, we just realized that we were no longer each other's like unconditionally. Once, you know, certain things started being put on the table, we're like, wait a minute, we don't, we don't vibe well once now. Yeah. Once now these are on the table. Yeah. 
we can't what we thought was unconditional what we thought was um all the way we used to say this thing it doesn't matter we're we're, we this we're going all the way like you know what i mean um whatever it doesn't matter whatever hiccups we you know because we knew we differed on like finances slightly differed about child rearing but we came to a compromise like so we just always would say doesn't matter we figured it out all the way and then like new stuff kind of got we had to put on the table and we're like wait a minute i think we were ambitious about this all the way so you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so so that's real you know that's the communication got really bad for a while but you know we are still i I think because of everything that I just said, where you can just call your own stuff out and be accountable and hold yourself accountable to fixing it. Like you have those tools, but you have to also want to fix it. Somebody hands you a, a, a car or hands you some type of machine with unlimited tools to fix it for the rest of your life. But if you don't want it, you're like, no, I just don't want that. Thank you. Thank you for providing for a lifetime supply of how to fix my car, but I just don't want this car. And that's where we were. We're just like, this car is not for us. Um, and that's and that's totally fair as well like that happens <laughs> you know like yeah, yeah, real. yeah like yeah. it happens like it's, it's not always yeah it's not always fixable but I think um something that you just said about the tools um I want to like unpack that a little bit because what exists in your toolbox a lot of that is from your understanding of relationships and marriage and maybe what you've observed or experienced in your childhood or, you know, in, in your uh, youth and, and whatnot. And so I wanted to ask you um, kind of like, what was your idea of marriage growing up? Like, you know, what what did you think marriage was? I didn't really. So obviously, you know, I know marriage was two people, you know, two people building a family. Like I said, I'm between being, I think, first generation. So there was like very much patriarchy or it's weird. Like the Caribbean, I always say like the Caribbean, um, uh, uh, the Western Hemisphere, like the women low-key run the house. Like they <laughs> they get everything done, like you just tell the man where to be and what to do, whatever. Once you step out, you stand in behind the man, if that makes sense. Like he, right. he runs the house. Like he's maybe the breadwinner. He brings in the money, whatever he says, but where he wants to live, where he like, but the day to day, like day in, day out, who's actually like making this house run and stuff like that and mm-hmm. calling the shots and saying, okay, this is what time we're going to be up for church. Setting the itinerary is the woman. The woman sets the itinerary. <laughs> Makes the plans of what we doing for the holidays, whose house we're gonna be at. Yeah, I'm telling like you, creamy household. Like they come like to the woman's house, like the woman's family for a lot of the holidays. Or they, 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 the men kind of jump into the woman's family. Where I know certain cult- other cultures, the women jump into the man's family. So mm-hmm. you would think if the man's coming this way towards the woman's family, the woman's like in charge. But it's still very outdated. Where it's like the man does what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. He's just there for money, strength, like building stuff and sex and sometimes they might you know stray for it because they are that's just you know that's what's allowed it's like you know they're they're men men can go do their manly things sell their oats yeah Yeah. so growing up (laughs) i saw like not like in my house i didn't have any um like uh, um uh, um half siblings or anything like that but like growing up i saw like between my grandfather having a lot of kids or some of my uncles having like um 
kids either, you know, I, you know, affairs and the other kids. Um, so that, that wasn't like a shock or a surprise to me, if that makes it like, like to see, like for a guy to do that and like, just kind of step out and, you know, go scratch an itch. That wasn't a surprise to me, I guess, growing up and the men didn't really talk. So like family functions, like they would just kind of show up, maybe the driver, they would hang in a corner. They didn't really like talk. So I didn't really see men communicating. I didn't see men being like affectionate, like a child sitting in their dad's lap or playing like in, you know, the backyard or helping them mm-hmm. eat. Like if they need help eating, if they need diaper change, I didn't see no man change, no diaper. You know, I didn't see that mm-hmm. type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I didn't even see them at like functions. Like I'd go to my cousin's graduation. Dad's not there. Their dad's like, it's not like they have an absent father. Dad might yeah. be at home. So it's like the men are just like, I just grew up seeing men to be kind of like, not so social not so vocal and also not so affectionate so mm. Mm. to me a partnership which is like day in day out like he goes to work and brings home some bacon the women also like we're working we have mouths to feed this is a job clock in you step into this house help however you're supposed to help like i need you to fix this sir i need you to cook this ma'am like so it was just very much like task oriented mm-hmm. just a functional purpose yeah. but like yeah. my, you know like they would speak like you know i would see them my aunts and uncles my mom and dad i see them like speak and laugh and reminisce about like their country and memories and remember yada yada but i didn't see hugging i didn't see kissing i didn't see date night i didn't see i just didn't see a like and somehow it transpired that you know I, I guess from TV of what I thought like marriage is and a relationship and a loving relationship. So whatever I knew marriage is supposed to be, I knew growing up, it wasn't that. So I didn't just like take that of like, this is what it is, but okay. I think it still affected me because I don't know how to share. I don't know how to share feelings. I don't know how to share space with someone. I don't know how to um, respect that someone else is also here and their, their input. Mm. You know what I mean? It, it was like, there were two solo people just going in and out. So they were still mm. doing their own individual things. Okay. They that just happened sense. to be living in the same household. They were just, you know, responsible for kids, but they were still living individual lives. So I, I was just always used to being an individual. So that I think I took into it, but I don't necessarily feel like I had like an idea of like, yeah, marriage is this, like you get married, you live together, um, you vacation, you have baby. Like I didn't have like, cause I didn't, I, I, that just, I didn't have those like dreamy or just playing house. I didn't play house. You know how kids play house. I didn't do that. Um, my cousin's not, we didn't do that. <laughs> oh, that's interesting. <laughs> like, we like video games. We like fought outside. We would like zip each other in bags. Like, you know, just be like, just what? bad. Like, can't leave us unattended. But we weren't like playing house. We might've played like grocery store. We might play doctor, but we didn't play house. Like I remember I would, like hung out with my friends one time in second grade. I thought it was weird. You're like, all right, you go in the room. You're so-and-so's boyfriend. You're so-and-so. I was just like, this is boring. This is stupid. What are y'all doing? Like, and now when I see like- mad grown up. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you're like, what the fuck y'all doing? <laughs> but now when get a I job. see like my friend's kids and like, you know, kindergarten age and just from between kindergarten and second grade, they just love playing house. <laughs> yeah, that's like a staple. Nah, it was that's a staple. Like a- it was a staple in my family. Bro, that is like, <laughs> like I'm low-key sad for you. Like what? <laughs> like you as with the mommy? you didn't have a baby doll in the stroller yeah. enough yeah so for me I didn't really like have like an idea as to what man like I like I said I grew up like I saw my mom and my dad together 
mom Loki was like a single parent like my dad was like in and out so like sometimes mm-hmm. he lived with us sometimes he didn't um so it was it felt more like a single parent household but she wasn't like a single mother like she wasn't dating she still was like no I have like you know your father's my guy like she wasn't like finding a person that was gonna like respect her and like love her and cherish her until like I think I was like 14 15 then like he like left for good and then like I think my senior high school she was like dating someone for a while like that's when she's like she, you know what I mean but it was mm-hmm. like even throughout the course of all that before like 17 years old I just I never really thought of them as like together I just thought of them like you're my mom you're my dad you're parents not yeah. you're my parents or y'all are husband uh, wife uh, I never I was like oh y'all legally married but I never really that's his wife that's her husband like oh those words never I never used the word wife and husband growing up Wow, um that's so i think i like kind of looked at her as like a single parent but she wasn't like a single she wasn't single person yeah she wasn't <laughs> a single person because she was still holding but. this whether it was because of like culturally like you know divorce is frowned upon or whatever so she was just you know putting up this like yeah in her mind no i have a man i'll just call him to come to these functions so that he's physically present people don't ask questions or i don't know so i i yeah i long 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 way of saying i didn't really see it growing up (laughs) Hmm. but did you always want to get married I know because you said like you saw movies and kind of this romanticized version I did I remember high school telling my friends I was gonna have 10 kids and they're like excuse me so like I not a mercy (laughs) not not 10 I went to my grandma had eight four girls four boys and I'm like I'm gonna be grandma five girls five boys um I I just knew I wanted kids I love hanging with kids um the extent I never played house but I would help my grandma because she would um babysit and like nanny so I would help her with the kids I used to love changing diapers like real diapers like I was like I just love being around babies. So I was like, I can't wait to have my own baby. So like, I just, I always had a vision of me like having a baby. And I think whether, you know, just being Catholic or just my, my, my West Indian culture, like to have a baby, you need a husband. So I think it just kind of came hand in hand. So, you know, when some people will see a vision of like a vision of love and vision of having a partner and things like that. I never really like, it was like, okay, yeah, it's going to come with the package. Like I I love kids and I know I want kids when I get older. So it's just going to have to come. Um, with the package I think you know by high school and like college just watching certain shows and have, by at that point having seen certain movies yeah of course like it's like those movies give you like those like all the feels yeah you, certain, you listen to music and it's like like I yeah, love like, oh. that one oh. like <laughs> <laughs> like you know after I started listening to music and watching movies I was like yeah oh I want me a boyfriend oh I want somebody to hug on I want somebody to be thoughtful and like you know plan dates or want to take me out so like I just to me marriage was just like okay whoever you were dating y'all end up married so that you know you have a house and have kids with so to me like marriage was like okay it's just an extended boyfriend that's how I always kind of felt and that's probably why I still had this like feeling of like when I see my friends in like these four to eight year relationships I'm like y'all damn near already married in my mind I'm like yeah you got this long ass boyfriend it's just coming up next and then when I see people like break up after like damn near being together for like a decade I'm like the hell like to me you just automatically I think and probably because I I thought about it that way of it being like this an extended you know when I get me a boyfriend like an adult boyfriend in my 20s and stuff like that we just gonna get there and if that ends up being like the person I'm gonna have kids with then we're gonna get married that makes sense that makes sense (laughs) 
that makes sense. <laughs> on paper <laughs> it makes sense on paper it makes sense <laughs> in a fairy tale all right and we're like okay what about you what was what was your you know uh what did you see in terms of growing up what was your idea of marriage for me i mean i had a two-parent household my parents were married for 25 years they got divorced when i was in college um i'm gonna say like sophomore year meanwhile they should have probably gotten divorced when i was like in elementary school but they kind of just like held on for the sake of raising the kids in one household and i guess they had their own ideas of what marriage should be and part of that was raising a family together so they were definitely like over it early on well definitely my dad <laughs> definitely my, my dad checked out like <laughs> I, i've literally, literally never seen any kind of affection i mean i was at my parents wedding because i was out of wedlock uh that's probably the first and last time i saw any type not of first and last <laughs> not last bro that was probably the first and last like memorable affection <laughs> memorable hug and kiss anything like that like i that was not an everyday occurrence in the household yeah it was just like all right like it was very just evident like we're here for the kids our happiness does not matter like it's this is very much so we have a family you know we got to get them to be you know accomplished adults out the door so i think i I know that I internalize that um, to mean like marriage is not a happy thing. Like it's not um, a positive experience. You are, well, if you do have children, if you're able to have children, um, your purpose is to be parents. So your relationship takes the backseat. Um, love is on the back burner. And, you know, they, I, you know, there's just no um, visible maintenance to the marriage. Like years would pass and obviously they were together for a long time, but there was, like you said, no hugging, no kissing, no date nights, no, you know, um, sweet gestures, you know, uh, there were no conversations happening. Like it was really surface level how was work? How was your day? Okay, great. Like, you're still alive? All right, cool. Um, and and that was it. So even like conflict, there wasn't, they didn't even really care enough to fight at some point. Like, it was just like, all right, well, it is what it is, silent treatment, and just move right along. So I didn't even see um, healthy conflict resolution. So even to this day, like, I don't, argue like I'm not an arguer like like I said earlier in our conversation like I usually just shut down or I'm just like all right cool whatever like and then I just you know sit in my thoughts so a lot of that I had to unlearn I mean I went to therapy but um also just being in this relationship I had to basically come in and relearn anything I ever thought I knew or understood to be marriage. Um, I myself did not ever really envision myself to be married or think about marriage in that way. 
Um, I wasn't like shut closed off to it. Like I didn't think like, you know, I absolutely was against it, but I just, I don't know. I just never really, when I would think of my life in 20 years, 10, 20 years, like a husband was not in that vision. So um, even just accepting that was like a thing. Um, and then just having to, like I said, unlearn and then relearn um, said tools that you said um, for the toolbox and um, just learning how to properly communicate, show affection, you know, like I said, conflict resolution, talk out your feelings, um, you know, cater to like that, I don't even, I still don't even know what that means, but you know, <laughs> cater to your man, um, you know, even just sex life, like all of these things that go into a marriage, um, I'm just like having to learn on the job and you know, whatnot. So that <laughs> that is basically where I'm at with it now. But I mean, like, like what for you, especially now that you were kind of, you've already lived this um, and now you're um, entering a different phase of, of, um, of life now, but um, how, how has your idea of marriage changed from whether that's just from your past, your previous marriage just now, or just from childhood or just in general, how has it evolved now your idea of it one like trust like like my idea of marriage now is like being able to trust someone being mm -hmm. able to depend on them which you know again sounds very much like duh that's what it should be but when you kind of like don't have that image in front of you mm -hmm. um, of how to roll off of someone else you know what I mean like be affectionate with them um, be sad with them, be, you know, uh, um, happy with them, be all the feelings with them. You're rolling with that person. Um, mm -hmm. Y'all are in that same, you know, uh, 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 um, pot, you know what I mean? With this recipe, we got to make this, this, this meal or this marriage be good. Like, so we have to compliment and we have to bounce off each other. We're both in this recipe. You know what I mean? That, one that flavor can't be analogy. stronger than the other. That one flavor, it just can't be stronger than the other. We are both in this recipe. So I think, my idea of it now is like trust and a, a a a big part of me now like where i was like so individual then okay then when i got to my marriage i was like okay it's about being codependent i'm actually in a place now where i am just like willing to lay it down and be dependent like i really just want a person to fill my cup we're, and you know obviously you sh one you should kind of be at times filling your own cup and you should be also pouring into others yes i i like i will like to me marriage now is like two people coming in to give that other person energy to continue to be if that makes sense mm. like like wow that was deep like marriage may not be just like you know marriage is you don't have to necessarily get married you're not you're not a failure if you don't have a life partner i understand people i do think everyone needs someone companionship for, yeah i think people need companions yeah. i think people need more than just one person in their life for a lot of things whether it's your therapist whether it's a friend whether it's a co-worker you have to learn how to exist with others you're not in this world 
completely 100% solo. So when people are like, nah, I could do battle by myself or I don't really see myself like that. I'm just going to be out here, you know, dating situations. That's still, you are interacting with someone. So you have to be able to interact with people in life. That is just life's process. Mm -hmm. Um, So to me now, a marriage in a household is like, okay, everything that's happening outside the doors and all those interactions and all those things that you are defining yourself to be, Mm-hmm. When you walk through these doors, how do I replenish you? How do I give you energy to wake up and walk back out of the door and go another day to, to be all those things that you want to be? So yeah. it's like, I literally, I think now, you know, but once you have someone and you have a house and you have all these things happening now, sometimes like for me, um, and it's dabbled in obviously needing also therapy and, and dealing with some like depression and dealing with some anxiety and just dealing with control issues that I have. But Mm -hmm. for me, it's like, it takes me sometimes twice as long to get an activity done. Where it's like, if I had someone there with me, whether just bouncing off of their energy or just feeling like I'm not doing it alone. It's the same way, like, I don't know, like for me in college when I was studying, I got so much more stuff done when I was in the library because the lights are on bright and other people around me getting the work done and it just motivates me to do the work. Mm -hmm. Then in my class, sitting in my dorm room, I'm a hand in the assignment at some point, but how long and with the procrastination and it just didn't feel as exciting to get done. It didn't feel as satisfying and productive. Mm-hmm. Like when like I look back of like having a partner to do things with, just even taking a trip to the store, if we got to go on a long ride to go pick something up that we you know uh, uh, we got online or just whatever, or going to see family or uh, uh, something that I would have had to do anyway. Again, like you're already doing all these tasks and you can very well function as an individual but it's just sometimes so much nicer to just have someone tag along in the journey and make the memories different the memories are not solo the memories are not boring because along the way you know what i mean like going going to the store going you know to happy hour alone versus going with someone Right. Which experience do you think you're going to feel just a little more oomph out of? So to me, yeah. it's like, I just yeah. need that person to like, give me energy to back off, bounce off of, fill my cup. And I want to be that for that person as well. It's like, yes, you can very well function without me, but I don't want you to have to function without me. Or I don't want you to want to function without me. Yeah. That was beautiful. That's, that's whatever 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 how whatever adjective that that's that's my idea of marriage now <laughs> no I I really love that like big especially in these like in this world that we live in now like where we're all just facing so many external battles um that was really poignant um so yeah that was nice that was really really it's my heart it's my heart <laughs> um yeah that's good um I think f- for me I guess now being in it uh I think it, I just define it as like partnership like in the most simplistic way possible like this is my partner this is the other half of me. So how I treat myself, um, how I treat those that I love, my family, my friends, um, you know, he's an extension of me. So I have to be 
um, mindful of his feelings, his, his thoughts, his peace, his health, his um, every, every part of his being the way that I would myself. So however that, however that looks, however that uh, unfolds over the next whatever number of years we have together, um, I think marriage is going to be defined by us. I think we are going to do this how we, um, how it works for us, basically. Um, we talk about our lives all the time. We talk about uh, what we want for ourselves, one another, our family. Um, and, you know, I think as long as we cherish and uplift each other and circling back, communicate. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, you know, I, I, I think that we, um, we can, we can go the long haul. Obviously no one goes into a marriage thinking that it's ever going to end. So, you know, obviously um, I just, but like you said, it's, it's what expectations have you set to maintain it? Uh, and what, what, what expectations you have to define it? So, you mm -hmm. know, like you said, you, as long as you both are just constantly evolving, constantly defining it, like you said, you're defining it yourselves, but you're aware that it does need definition. Everything that we're doing needs definition. Everything that we're doing needs work. Um, and we can't just set an expectation and it's just in my mind. I'm just sitting here in my thoughts. I can't right. sit here in my thoughts, um, you know? And, you know, everyone, you can put your best foot forward and you still don't know what tomorrow is going to bring, but it helps to just start with your best foot forward. And I think everything that you just said, I'm listening. So I'm like, okay, Vows. <laughs> you were talking, I'm like, okay, Vows. <laughs> I should have wrote some, right? <laughs> Um, and I, I think that's all we can do as a human, as a human race is just to constantly put our best foot forward when we step into whatever we, we, we have committed ourselves to, whether it work, a, a relationship, like, why not? You didn't have to be a part of this. You committed to this. You signed up for this. You said you wanted to be a part of this. So show up as a part of this and show up with your best, um, selves and that definition yeah. of who you are and what's your best self is going to change and it's okay that it changes, but you just have to be honest with whoever is expecting something of you or is expecting you to show up, right? Yeah. Like your boss is expecting you to come to work X, Y, and Z. If you can no longer do it, if the job's no longer for you, your commute has changed, you can't just move. And then now it's becoming a hardship and now your work is suffering, but you haven't communicated like to your job that, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm actually, you know, on my way out the door. I'm actually, you know, I've relocated. Maybe this doesn't best serve me or, I just am no longer, you know, as ambitious or, 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 um, this position is not thriving me the way that it needs to thrive. Like, it's the same way. Like you're moving in a household with someone like literally, like, you know what I mean? And if you guys do decide to bring kids into the world, like 
you're shaping them, but also like it's just little things. Like, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. both of us, you know, yeah. is expecting the other person to pick the child up and they go to the child teacher to sit with them on the stairs. Like it's just like <laughs> it's so like easy to just expect someone to pick up slack or expect yeah. someone to read to your be a mind. mind yep. Exactly. See? <laughs> Communicate folks. But see? yeah, <laughs> you see. Um, but I think, you know, uh, and it's just yeah. it's funny because given both of our upbringings of not necessarily seeing the best models of love and still just being so mature in this <laughs> love journey. Um, whether it's because we 30 something and turning it up or just a little bit more, you know, responsible because we realize that life literally can throw you all these hurdles and all these things. And, and mm-hmm. you have to, you have to, you know, just, just put your big girl pants on and, and get through it and then work with someone and have that partnership. Um, but it's exciting. I love, I love to hear people like discuss their their ideas of relationship what's going on in their relationship what they see for their relationship because let these you know let the media tell you or even just if i go off of what i knew growing up of older generations love what's love like love doesn't exist or what's What's love love? got to do with it like oh come on you know i was coming (laughs) in we two for two now we two for two um so i i just i i'm excited you know to hear y'all's thoughts on it and you know just we bringing love back y'all <laughs> i we written as pointy as it sounds I, that's all back like I, I it just, never left back yeah like because like, they'll have us out here thinking that it don't exist the same way they have us thinking they, they have like us. fathers don't exist right right well they have yeah. you thinking marriage yeah like doesn't um hold any weight anymore or there's no value to it because i've definitely right. seen that floating around like i don't need this paper telling me that i'm in love right. or whatever like, y'all so. ain't gonna treat my marriage certificate like it's a bachelor's i know i know i know bachelor's don't hold no <laughs> weight out here but now my marriage certificate my shit is still a phd okay <laughs> this paper still holding okay <laughs> exclusive everybody ain't got this if you pursue it if you pursue it it ain't you know just like you know i, I ain't saying if you ain't got it you ain't the shit i'm just saying yeah, you ain't gonna, it ain't you ain't everybody, gonna, ain't everybody. You, ain't gonna, you ain't gonna water down my marriage to get <laughs> tell me it's a bachelor's a modern day bachelor you ain't gonna tell me right 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 but no we are i'm excited to hear um as usual we love all the engagement you know good bad in between whatever y'all got to say come on and yes. say it but i'm excited to hear you know what wh- what thoughts. made y'all decide to you know marry or consider marrying your partner even if it didn't pan out just even considering it and seeing that vision um with someone and just how y'all define love and how y'all define marriage yeah yeah so please just uh let's bring this combo over to our you know instagram twitter at turnt 30 podcast <laughs> you know turn this heavy on the tea and come spill the tea over <laughs> on our page and let's just keep the conversation going and um we'll holla at y'all in two weeks bye bye